Hi there, welcome to episode 16 of Business Life Food Circle Podcast. Sorry, what Sorry, are you laughing at? the way you said hi there made what, me laugh. What are you laughing at? Just the way you said hi Is it hi no there. good? Should I start again? No, it was good. No, no, that was good. The, the, that was good, that. Should uh, keep that in? Yeah, well, we are keeping it in. Oh, right, yeah, is, this we're is rolling it. now, man. This is yeah, a, this that was the introduction. Right, thanks for ruining my introduction. So, uh, this is episode 16 of Business Life Food Circle Podcast. Yes. Um, uh, and today we're talking about starting a company, aren't we? Starting a business. Yeah, at your request. Well, um, I say we're going to do that. Um, the, the topic thing is really so we can put it in the title of the podcast. We might end up talking about something totally different. Yeah, you know, let's let's not be hamstrung to our, our own rules, James. We're going to do what we want here. We can, yeah. It's nice to give people a theme. It is to, yeah. uh, to you know because if they're interested in the theme of uh, what we're Correct. talking about that day, they can they can uh, consider whether they want to listen or not. Mm, can't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, why are we a week late? We're a week late because oh, here we go. I was in fr- no, I was in France. Yeah, you've been away, haven't you? I've been in Le France. Yeah, speaking Le Francais. And uh, how did you find France? A good France experience. F- Do you know what France is? Listen, this isn't a brag. I, I like to see myself as quite a well-travelled young man. Yeah. Um, well, young. Well, yeah, I'm thirty. <laughs> um, I like to see myself as quite well-travelled. I've been, I've been, I've been to places. I've yeah. been to, I've been to Kenya. I've been to the Caribbean. Yeah, I've been to Ukraine. Doncaster. Uh, oh yeah, I've been to Ukraine for, yeah. for less than twenty-four hours. Yeah, um, any Liverpool fans will know what that was all about. Uh, yeah. Anyway, France is the strangest country I've ever been to. Really? Which is bizarre because it's not very far away, is it? No. It's a great flight, by the way. EasyJet or Manchester to Paris. Go ahead. Um, yeah, it's just I've I've seen some of the weirdest things I've seen in my life in five days. Mm. Let me reel them off to you. A woman carrying a rabbit in a backpack. Yeah. That was see-through. Yeah. So see-through, you could see the rabbit. I that is strange, to be fair. Really strange. Maybe she was about to do a really poor magic trick, but you can see what's going to happen. It was bizarre. <laughs> she was waiting outside Paris Garden Ord Station for a taxi. Yeah. Um, I saw... Uh, I had a rare burger. So I had a, a burger at Planet Hollywood. So You don't come I'm, across many of them, do you? No. I went to... We had a couple of days with my um, fiance in Paris City, and then we went to Disneyland for four days. Amazing time, by the way. Paris is beautiful. I, I didn't expect how I thought Paris was going to be like London, but French. Yeah, it's it was amazing. I loved it. We had such a good weekend there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was in Planet Hollywood in Disney Village, which isn't great, by the way. Anyone listening, don't bother going there. It's a rip off, and the food's horrible. But um, <clears throat> I had a I had a burger. And she said, oh, do you want it rare, medium, or well done? Which I've never been asked before for a burger in my life. Mm. And I had my steak rare, so my default was, oh, go on then, yeah, rare, please. It came and it was cold, and I'm not one to complain, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can't be... It's too, it's too much hassle, it's too much trouble and it's worth complaining. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it made me ill. <laughs> in ways I don't want to discuss on the podcast. No, we don't want that detail. Uh, um, save us that. What else weird? Oh, so a woman, we went to a, a really nice Japanese restaurant just near the Eiffel Tower uh, because we like Japanese um, food. And she was blow drying. It sounded like a blow dryer. We sat eating our tea. Mm. It sounded like a blow dryer in like the rest, in the behind the front desk where the woman was preparing some food. And lo and behold, she was blow drying food on a grill. <laughs> what was she blow drying? It was like, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was sushi or anything, but it was like on the grill. She was like the receptionist waiter woman. And mm-hmm. the kitchen was behind her, but she had like a grill. And she was blow drying the food <laughs> with a plug-in hairdryer. I thought it might have been like a blowtorch, you know, like a um, no. creme brulee torch. No, no, it was it was a proper hair hairdryer. 
so weird. But the food was great, so was, I don't. There was no dark arts. Maybe it was to add some volume. I don't know what. It, there must must have been a reason for it. Because you were, if yeah. you were going to do that in a way that's like unsafe, you'd do it in. You wouldn't do it right in front of everybody, would you? No, that is bizarre. Maybe it's a bit theatre. If anybody knows what that's all about, um, if you're in France or otherwise, and you know mm. what that's all about, uh, let us know. What else happened? Uh, the hotel in France had music on in the hallways, so outside your door. Yeah. Until, like, well past midnight. That's, that is that. That is odd. That is odd, isn't it? Is that in Disney or in No, in, in Central... It was in the Hotel Whistler, just outside Garden Ord, which was really mm. nice. I'd, rec- I'd recommend. It's a bit off-putting, that. Uh, yeah, it, well, it's not put. You can't sleep. Like, That's what I mean. I've put. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I thought you meant put you about. Uh, yeah. Bizarre, but um, but it, we actually uh, it unintentionally booked it for Valentine's as well. Mm. I didn't realise when I was booking. I was like, why is this so expensive? Bloody Valentine's, wasn't it in Paris? So, uh, no. but no, it was really good. It was amazing. I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, it was a strange. There were some strange things going on in France. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I've spent a lot of time in France because I've got family over there, and um, yeah, it's a different way of life over there for sure. But I've never never seen anything quite as strange as what what you've seen there. So there was a couple of other things, but I can't remember at the minute. Mm. But yeah, no. Other than that, great time. Great to be back at work, um, and I'm glad to be back on the podcast as well. So like I said, it's been yeah. dead busy since we got back, and I've been away. So here we are. We're back. We're back with a weekly podcast. Long story short. That's why we're. Uh, that's why we took a week off. That's the end so, of the podcast. Um, Thank you very much. <laughs> it's the start of the podcast. Roll the music. Um, so uh, today, well, we, we've set a loose theme of talking about starting a business, but um, mm. might go off on a tangent. So um, yeah, do you want to do you want to start us off? Yeah, um, we're going to talk about how to start a business uh, and you know what it's like. It's not easy, is it, James? It's not easy. It's very exciting, though. It's exciting. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you get you can get the um, the best excitement you can get in your life. You can also get the worst lows as well. Yeah, which I I think that's a great way to sum up what it's like running a company. Everyone that's a roller a coaster. Absolutely. Anyone that's... I went on a few roller coasters in Disney. Yeah. Um, anyone that's run a business that's listening to this or who's running a business that's listening to this will know exactly what we're talking about. Mm. Um, anyone that wants to run a business, that might be an interesting insight for you because most people uh, see the nonsense on Instagram where it's oh, it's dead easy, drop shipping, all that crap, um, making money, passive income, yeah. which is absolute bollocks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know myself, I've never tried it, but I suppose if it was kind of as simple and as passive as some people make out, then I suppose everybody would do it, wouldn't they? Exactly. But they don't. No, they don't. It's so absolute rubbish. Um, yeah, I think... Um, There's no such thing as easy money, as making easy money. No, I don't think so. Um, there's a bit of a... to an estate. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a kind of... Um, there's a there's a culture on on social media that's kind of I feel like it's created a certain perception of people that start a business yes slash entrepreneurs if you want to call it that um, yeah and it's related to what you've just said where I guess people will if they've done well they'll show off the kind of trappings that they get with that yeah um and you, you know it's um it's not always the case is it you know it's no. 
um, the amount of physical effort, the amount of um, mental. tasks, mental effort, yeah, the, the sort of you know wide range of tasks that we've had to do from manual tasks up to you know um, you know um, tasks that require you to strategize and to think a lot. Yeah, um, is massively wide ranging. Um, Running a business, being an entrepreneur, is, is problem solving. Yeah, I've done majority, like after, when we finish this podcast, we've got shit to sort out. Mm-hmm. We've got problems. We've got problems to deal with. Um, yeah. That is what it, that's that's life running the business. It's firefighting. Mm. Um, but but you know you enjoy it at the same time. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't do any different. I would I would not want to work for anybody else. I, I love it to be honest. But that's yeah. You've got to be ready to be doing a lot of problem solving, a lot of mistakes, a lot of learning. Um, but if you're doing something you enjoy and it's what you want to do run the business, then you know it's that's it's it's uh, more bearable, it's doable. Yeah. And and obviously there's rewards, of course there is. Um, you know, the hard work's worth it, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, but negatives, in in my opinion, the negatives they don't outweigh the positives. But there's probably more negatives you can list, mm. or more. Uh, um, you know, people go, oh, you got as much holidays as you want. How often do you think about that? Yeah. It's not a big, great thing, to be honest. Yeah, you've not... It's time. You get a bit of time, don't you? You've not really, have you? I mean, I suppose, um, you know, we've um, employed people in the past year, which has helped with that. You know, mm-hmm. somebody asked us the other day, didn't we, is it like ridiculous hours that you work with yeah. a business? And yeah, it is sometimes, especially especially in like the early days. Yeah, I think we, you know, in terms of our hours and stuff that we spent, especially like here, you know, work, working like in the premises, in the office, whatever, we're a lot, you know, we used to spend a lot more time here than we do now, I think. Um, yeah. But the, off- the offline stuff, stuff when you're at home, the, you know, general checking in on things, keeping things ticking over, social media, responding to stuff, doing emails, that's not... Um, gone away or you know um, reduced at all it's just it's part of your life it's kind of when you start and you're doing absolutely everything yeah yeah it takes over doesn't it It, you know the the hours that you put in are kind of overwhelming Mm. Um, it's when I suppose like us you've got a team now you can um, release some of that responsibility to other people and delegate yes doesn't necessarily make you um workload drop or your hours drop it does a little bit I think but on the in the main it's making sure that you're focusing on the right things and focusing on um, running your business rather than yeah you know um, whatever it might be for us you know we were doing a lot of physical work you know moving products around packing orders stuff like that we packed the first 30,000 was it yeah something like that um, and thankfully you know we've got a, a team now that um, an amazing team yeah brilliant team that help us with that so yeah what's my point I don't really know to be I know how to summarise your point uh, Jeff Bezos said um, a CEO well, in our case founders a CEO is there to make a small number of very difficult but important decisions mm-hmm. a small if, a, if your CEO is making loads of decisions every day that's not right that's, yeah. that's, I think that's a good way to see it um but like the working offline thing to me, that's not. I don't. I don't feel like work. Mm. It's part of my life now. Yeah. Like I took. I sat sad enough to take my uh, laptop on holiday with me. 
I weren't on it all the time, but like in the morning, like I, there was a couple of big deals to do, wasn't there? Yeah. I enjoy it. I love it. I love doing business, me, sometimes. <laughs> um, like doing it on holiday, like an hour in the morning, um, Neek's missus is getting ready or whatever. Just quickly, half an hour, get some stuff done. It, it puts my mind at ease as well. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of... Tr- I think you are better at this than I am, but it's like not compartmentalising... Yeah, like you do when you're at work for somebody else into work and absolutely. your own time, which can be dangerous. You've got to get like the balance right, but absolutely, it's more um, you know not coming and going as you please, but sort of um, you know your work life is always there, and your own life, your you know personal life is always there. Yeah, and you kind of mix and match and balance it as yeah. you see fit, rather than nine till five. I'm there which we are generally anyway. Yeah, like yeah. We're generally in the office nine till five, so we still have that. But like, if we're not in the office, if we're away, um, if it's a weekend, um, you know, it's um, yeah. it's still ongoing. It's still balancing it. But then sometimes, you know, that gives you the flexibility and freedom or, or um, if, you, if you can take that approach, if you need to attend to personal business on a weekday mm. it's not about making your hours back because it's all kind of yeah, yeah. it all flows everything gets done in life in general it's mm. not it, these, it's not these like blocks of time I actually think that people that work for you know um, for other people and for companies probably do benefit if the culture's like that as well yeah, yeah where you know if you're delivering your results if you're doing what you should be doing um, it's not all about measuring what time people clock in and clock out it's about results yeah and if someone has got personal stuff to attend to that's fine and then you know that that work's getting done around yeah. that yes absolutely yeah yeah I, and yeah the time away from work well if you can uh, mentally you can't I don't I don't think if you're in a business you can ever fully get rid of it out of your head ever mm. you can distract yourself like I love going to the match for that and like going on all this good as well yeah uh, you might be able to sometimes uh, kind of have or like watching a series or something that people like to do like to escape or playing a game um, can help with that uh, I don't think you can ever truly get it out of your head um, but I'm talking about on all they're doing literally like half an hour an hour important stuff I'm not bloody ordering stationery on holiday yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that yeah um, so yeah sometimes you you can't I don't think you can go right I'd say I'm not doing out because anything uh, because um you know, you just never know. You've always got to be available. HR stuff, especially when you're employing people, yeah, um, might crop up. Um, but uh, what's my point? So yeah, I, I think that that sort of sums it up quite nicely. What it's like, it's not. And I say to again, my students who I've actually got a session with on Monday. Yep, talking um, about social media. I was telling them, what, you know, it's not even when you get to our stage where we're turning over just short two million quid. We're not millionaires. We're not, you know, um, sat in our Range Rover all day. Um, we ain't got Range Rovers, just to clarify. Range Rovers. In, in suits, chilling out, going to bloody Dubai every weekend. Even at this point, it's not like that. It's still hard work. Um, no. You know, and it's not all flash. It's it's problem solving. It's firefighting. It's hard graft. Very little of it's flash. So, uh, I think people... You, uh, it's not. It's not flash, is it? No. People try and make people make it out to be though. Yeah, do you know what I mean? People yeah. try and like. I sound like a right dick here, but if we could quite easily 
get Range Rovers if we wanted to on finance mm. quite easily and have a private plate. Not there's anything wrong with that, by the way, but we could if we wanted to. Mm. Um, but yeah, to, to look really good and, and rich, but we don't. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. I, but maybe, maybe that's because I just don't really value those things. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I probably could if I, if I really wanted to. I'd mm-hmm. have to make some other sacrifices because yeah, that tends to cost quite a bit of money every month, from what I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's not it's not a flash at all. I don't think. I think people um, people play up that side of it far too much. Yeah, they do. Um, if they've done well or whatever, which you know, fair play to them. But uh, I think you can't just draw a simple equal sign between running a business and having these fancy things. Mm. No, you can't. Uh, it's not it's not the way it really works. No, uh, I think to be people, honest. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would want to not 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 simply because I'm just not interested in that stuff. Um, but I think for me, like, uh, yeah, I, I I sort of like to like to think that if something did go wrong, mm. and if you know we lost what we've got and yeah. we ran out of money or whatever, mm. that I wouldn't have got into a position where I've got so much to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, fancy cars gone, houses gone, all that stuff. You know, I like to. Um, at this point in my life, you know, um, I like to, you know, live fairly simply. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I uh, like that. Not got a massive house. Don't really wear fancy clothes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you can wear see f- by my jogging bottoms. I'm currently wearing. Yeah, you wear food circle tops every day as well, which is good. Yeah, exactly. No, um, I like these the banded stuff. Yeah, it's the way forward. But yeah, no, it's um, each to their own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if people like nice cars, people like nice cars. Um, yeah, I'm just not interested in cars, mate. No, I'm really not bothered. I can appreciate it from a distance. You know, if I see a, a nice car. Yeah. When I went to Scarborough the other week, there were two um, McLarens oh, parked yeah. up, one orange and one bright yellow. Mm. And you know, I stopped and had a look, and I thought, "Bloody hell, they're, you know, yeah, they're impressive," cool. but not. I didn't have a part of me thinking that I wanted one myself. No, no, I wouldn't want a supercar. No, and my back would be killing me in one of them. Yeah, I, I like. I, I did that track day thing, didn't I? Mm. Uh, for Father's Day, with my dad the other, the other month, and uh, that Lamborghini. I said to the guy who was I was doing the driving experience with. He said he couldn't go to the shops in this. No. He wasn't. He just looked at me like I was a nutcase. But, uh, <laughs> but you can't. They're not practical. You can't go over a speed bump in them. Well, Imagine them speed bumps at this Tesco here. Yeah. I know. They'd be ridiculous. I know. Rip, rip the front of your car off. Wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, it's, they're just not practical. Um, but uh, but yeah. I mean, it's not what they're made for, is it? Really, to be fair. No, I suppose they're made, they're made for bombing around. But they, again, you have to go to a track to to drive faster than. Mm. Uh, apart from more ones that do it on the motorway, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the the summary of that is, you know, it's not don't start a business for money and thinking that you're going to be minted over over the course of a year or whatever. Yeah, it takes a lot of time and patience as well, like to get to the stage where that's taken. And we've done it very very quickly, I'd say, four years. Yeah, we've done it quickly, but we've done it patiently as well. Yeah, because we've not had any outside investment. We've just no. gradually built on what we've uh, what we've done. Yeah, and what we've absolutely. made, taken opportunities. Um, Take you know, go in, take calculated risks, take opportunities when they come to you, yeah. um, 
and yeah, it's not it's it's not a quick way to make money whatsoever. And also, you can turn over two million quid and not make any money. Yeah. So absolutely. You know, that's not revenue. Isn't everything? If someone tells you, "I'm a business," is you know, making five million quid. Well, is it really? You know, what's the actual profit that you're making? That's profit's so important. Again, that's not not thought, talked about enough. It's not, and it, you know, it's something that we've had to learn really quickly. Yeah. I would say to anybody starting a business, if you can um, get a handle on your finances and your accounts early, you know, from a, uh, an early stage, and, and really know those numbers and be like the master of them, mm. that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, there's nothing worse than. Um, I wouldn't say try and make a profit in the early days though, like being granular about it. No, I just mean know your numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know what? No, you know. Yeah. Um, your percentages, your costs, yeah, uh, and all that sort of stuff, and um, your cash flow as well. Yeah, breaking Absolutely. even in your first year is a good result, in my opinion. Yeah, um, because you know, you, um, there's nothing worse than running a business blindfolded, which Absolutely. we we know from experience. Yeah. You know, it can it can lead to a lot of trouble if you don't uh, nip it in the bud. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, so that's really important. Um, and I would, I would say as well, like for us, um, I said at the start, it's really exciting starting a business, which it is. Um, we went all in, yeah, like yeah. left left our jobs and went all in on it. And the, the, to be fair, you know, it's uh, scary, but there's nothing really more exciting about starting a business than that because no. you get up, you know, on a, on a Monday morning after you've finished your job and you you're doing it. Yeah, that's life. Weird feeling that, isn't it? It's strange, you know. You feel completely untethered. Um, yeah. I think, but um, feels like a long time ago. That yeah, it does. But it's just if you can see it this way, it's full of possibility. Yeah, yeah, it is when yeah. you do that. Yeah, it's uh, it's that thing. This what I used to go for my head. If you don't, so I'll give the example. So you're working in a job. You mm. really, really want to start a business, but you're a bit. You're either scared of people's opinions, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get onto in a bit, or you're a bit, oh, I don't know if it'll work. If you don't leave that job to start it, there's only one outcome, isn't there? Mm-hmm. You're going to still be in your job and you won't know. Yeah. Uh, if you do leave your job and go for it, suddenly your options and your outcomes are unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like you've got a load more possibilities. And yeah. then it's up to you if you really work your arse off and you go for it and you really just go all in and work as hard as you possibly can then all of a sudden your potential outcomes and your options and opportunities are and you just never know where you know where what what people you're going to meet what paths it's going to bring this if you do stuff and you take action these things happen yeah whereas if you sit and procrastinate and go oh what if what if what if what if oh my dad thinks it's a bad idea my mum and dad don't like it my mate said my the idea is shit um, who's never run a business in their life, then, you know, that's that's why people will get, you know, hamstrung. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's I think that's a big point in people's business lives, um, is making that making that jump. Yeah. And that's one of the most difficult parts is to get, is to do that. If, you, this, if you're employed, um, to leave all that, make sure you save up uh, money, make sure you have as little... Um, obligations as possible. I'm talking mortgage, kids, etc. Because mm. we did it. How old were you? Twenty four. I was twenty six. That's perfect time to start a business, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think as well, you can be too you can be too granular when you start as well. Mm. 
you know, if you're worried about, obviously you've got to be worried about numbers, you've got to think about using your budget, whatever that may be, you know, using it wisely and stuff like that. Um, I guess the point I'm making is kind of, um, you know, if you're thinking about tiny percentage points of margin here and there, or, um, you know, oh, I won't make I won't make as much money if I do it this way or do it that way. I think the crucial thing is raising awareness and getting your product or your brand out there. Yeah. More so than that, you know that that sort of thing can come later. You can refine an idea, but if you if you're completely um, held back and kind of overly worried about mm. oh you know one percent there or you know that cost me twenty p extra so I'm making twenty p less, it's gonna it's going to hold you back, I yeah. think, and stop you from actually doing and starting stuff. Yeah. Get your name out there. Get your brand out there. Get your products. Get whatever out there as much as possible. People need to know about you. Before you start making any kind of profit, you need to have people buying whatever it is you've got. Yeah. Or experiencing whatever, whatever your business is. You need people interacting with it before you can start worrying about your bloody granular yeah. net margin. We've covered this before, and uh, you know, we sold our first lot of stock off at a loss, really, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, which is not, you know, it's not a good way to do business like long t- long term. But uh, you know, we've got customers that have been with us since then. So actually, in the long run, yeah. uh, as long as we made sure we didn't lose money um, or lose too much money, that we'd go out of business. Yeah. Um, we, s- you know, you're laying the foundations there. Yeah. Um, by getting your early customers and making sure they're treated properly. Yeah, so so very it's a good point. So very quickly, when we started the business, Food Circle Supermarket, we couldn't just launch the website with one product, could we? So it's, it's all about getting surplus food. We started building up our contacts to get products that we thought we wanted to sell. So we set we thought, well, we can't start, say we get one deal, one surplus food deal. We can't just launch the website with one thing. So we went to a wholesaler called Suma Wholesaler. Um, and we've said, look, what deals have you got on your healthy stuff, gluten-free bars, protein bars? And they said, here's what we've got, some dis- slightly discounted stuff from wholesale price. We said, great. It was like 100 quid's worth of stuff we bought, weren't it? It's like a jar of Meridian peanut butter there. Yeah, a bit more What than else that, was there? I think. I think. I thought it was 100. Yeah, uh, no, we spent a few hundred quid on that. Did we? Yeah, we spent a fair bit of our uh, initial four grand budget, didn't we? Which seems, uh, you know, it seems tiny now, but... At the time, you know, that's what we had, and uh, it's not tiny if you're starting. Every little, it's massive. Every yeah. little victory and every little success or every penny that you've got is is important. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, and it was like, let's get a, a little range of stuff on the website. Yeah. And uh, did we break even on some of it, or did even some of it we sold at a loss, didn't we? Yeah, we broke even on some of it. Obviously, we had to. Um, you know, we had to work out what would sell and what wouldn't sell, and some of it didn't do too well, so we had to make a loss on that. Um, but yeah, the whole point of that was, you know, get um, launching a website and there actually being something on there for yeah. people when they came to look and just to give them a taste of what we were all about. Yeah, 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 exactly. We had to, people people had to go on straight away and know we were a discount. I know, right? These products I'm seeing. Panda licorice, I remember one of them. Yeah. Meridian nut butters. That is cheaper on Food Circle than I'd see in the shops. Yeah. Right, there's a reason for me to buy. Our website was absolutely crap. Um, that ended up breaking, but anyway, I won't get into that. But yeah, that was just, even though we lost a bit of money, it was just right, this is what we're all about. Now let's get our name out there. We back ourselves to build up our network of surplus food contacts in the industry to start transit, uh, phasing in 
actual surplus products. Yeah. And replacing all the stuff we bought from a wholesaler, which is what we did. Yeah. Grenade, one of our first ever. I know, amazing really when you look back because Grenade are such a huge, you know, successful company with brilliant products that we managed to work with them so early on. But I think there's something there that sort of translates to any business really, which is kind of finding a way to to start and it's not don't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be what you're all about eventually. Um, but if you you know if you're creating a product, you, you obviously you're striving to to make it as good as you can do. But the first iteration, the first prototype, whatever it might be, mm. don't have to be perfection. Your idea doesn't have to be finished straight away before you can start. I think no. um, you know people will forgive you for putting something out there that's rough around the edges to start with. Imperfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dress rehearsal. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, it's uh, it's not easy. No, it's not easy to do that, especially if you're, you know, one of those sorts of people, which I can be, which is like I want this to be as good as it can be straight away. Mm. Um, and you know, we had a big shock as well, didn't we? When we sort of expected to launch and get customers <laughs> straight away, and it just didn't happen. Um, Shout out to Nicola Roper, our first ever customer. Yes. Who still orders offers now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Nicola. Um, amazing, really. Um, four years later. that um, mm. Nicola's, you know, uh, one of, thankfully, you know, a lot of customers now that we've got. Um, but, yeah, yeah it t- t- took a while to get there, as it will with any business. Patience, you know, is important. Yeah. I think people take their customers for granted as well. Yeah, I see a lot of bands out there with terrible customer service um, who aren't treating each customer like a god. And we st- we've been doing that since day one. We're still doing that now. We've got tens of thousands of customers. Every single one, you have to treat like you know king, queen. Yeah. Um, well, I've had it today. An example of that. You know, we've called out bad customer service on here before. Yeah. I think or bad sales. Oh um, yeah, you did, didn't you? Techniques. I'm not going to name the company, but let's say they. Um, they own pallets and they collect <laughs> and they collect pallets. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and uh, actually, getting them to do the collecting bit of the pallets is is quite difficult. And um, the customer service wasn't the most helpful, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, and it left it just leaves a bit of taste, and it leaves me thinking. You know, to be honest, I think part of it is that they've cornered that market. You know, they've mm. got um, got a bit of a monopoly there. But it left me thinking. You know, if I had a choice to go elsewhere, I would do. Yeah. Because it seemed like they didn't care, you know. They sort of looked into the problem and said that they'd solve it and stuff. But the um, the way it, the way it was done, I mean, I had it on loudspeaker. You heard it, you know. It was like, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the word? Just completely indifferent to yeah. me to me as a customer. No, it was dreadful. It was absolutely shocking. Um, so yeah, it's customer service, building a community, which is something we're really really focusing on. It's rewarding our loyal customers. It was on our Instagram post today, but a lot of brands, Sky TV, are worse for this. They just focus on new customers. Yeah. They reward new customers. I'll sign up and you get 10% off, then they don't care about loyal customers. It's sort of the opposite for us. We do care about new customers. We always want new customers. Of course. Um, but we really want to start building our community. It's something we've been working on a lot um, recently with us. You'll notice us plugging the loyalty program and all this kind of thing. Just set up our, you know, I was going to mention Discord because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I wanted to get on with this. 24 yeah. hours. Get on to it. I'm really obsessed with it. Um, 
Discord is something we are now pushing. Um, I don't like to plug the business that much on the podcast, but I thought this was quite relevant. Um, yeah. Yeah, Discord's class. Yeah, if you are part of our community and you are on Discord and that's your your uh, your thing, then um, please do find us on there. Because mm. uh, we've got fellow, uh, fellow customers on there, fellow members of our community, and, you know, you can... Um, interact with people on there, interact with us, uh, and find out you know about about new stuff that's happening because it's um, so easy, it's instant, even more so than social media. I think it's not as curated. Yes, yeah, we can put an update out there like that. Um, definitely not like doing an email. No. Um, so yeah, I, I would encourage people to get on that if you if you're into that sort of thing. And who knows where it might go in future? I know there's other features on there like audio and yeah. um, stuff like that. So. Yeah, who knows where it might go. But what a great idea, Discord. It's class, isn't it? Yeah. It's really good. Um, have, have, you, have we finished our chat about today's topic? I've got a couple of more things to move on to. I think so, yeah. Let's, let's move on. Let's let's keep it, you know, free-flowing. I've got a couple of shout-outs, mate. Go on. First of all, our mate Ewan at Kind Snacks. I told him I'd shout him out on this podcast today. Oh, yeah, he's a listener as well. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a, Thanks, he's a, Ewan. He's an absolute legend. Top man. Absolutely brilliant to work with. Um, such a nice guy. We've met him. Um, and yeah, he's a listener. So, what's up, you? Thanks for listening, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, and I've also, if you can hear this, that's <laughs> ASMRish. That you don't got. It I'm is, listening yeah. with my earphones. Yeah, that's really good. So that is seed and bean chocolate. Um, by the way, not been paid to do this. Seed and bean. I've no idea about to do this. I let them know when I email them, um, but they've already sent us some free stuff for samples. Yeah, um, your customers, OGs, will have seen on our Instagram. I just pop this a picture on Instagram to see if you want us to stock this product. Um, and they've sent us some chocolate, and honestly, it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, some of the flavors are, uh, are you know unique, yeah. uh, but in a good way. I'm not saying that because uh, <laughs> to um, to say that there's a, innovative you know, there's any problem, but very innovative. Yeah, um, you know we've got salted caramel and milk chocolate there, but there's other flavors like this one's quite different. Raspberry and vanilla. Yeah, um, I like that one. There's a there's a lavender one which I'll be interested lavender. to try. Lavender. Uh, lavender chocolate. It's not something that I'd think of immediately, but no. you know, if uh, if I saw that, you know, it'd be something that'd be tempting. It's a bit different. Yeah, it's it's single origin, which I don't know what that means. Uh, single origin dark chocolate, um, but, but it's mm. bloody delicious. And uh, yeah, so thank you. Uh, seen and be for sending us that. Uh, yeah. It's going to go in a few customer orders as well as freebies, and we've uh, we've snaffled a few here already, haven't we, amongst the team? Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, thanks guys. We'll be getting back to you soon about potentially working together. Yeah. Um, is it time? Yeah, it's time. Play the jingle. Okay. Questions from our customers. Okay, so okay. it is that time. This is my favourite part of the podcast, this. Questions. Questions. From definitely not made up customers. <laughs> James, don't give away the podcast magic, please. We actually Movie did that. Magic. No, we actually, we actually have had some genuine questions, but we've also, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, no, we have had a genuine question uh, this week. And thank you very much, Kev, on Instagram for sending this Thanks, in. Thanks, Kev. Uh, Kev asks, uh, "Hi guys, love the podcast. 
Thank you, Kev. Thank we you love our much. customers and our followers too. Yeah. Um, out of all the places you've travelled in the world, what is your favourite, and what what place would you like to visit next that you haven't been to? Brilliant. And there goes the phone. And Look the at that. Oh. This proves that our podcast is um, authentic. James is just going to. Uh, he's just going to go and turn the phone off. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Our phone just went. It wasn't Roger from Cambridge. <laughs> it wasn't Roger from Cambridge. I can confirm. We always forget to put the phone outside the room when we record this. Anyway, yeah. you got that question, didn't you? Yes. So, Kev asks, what, what's your favourite place you've travelled to in the world and where do you want to go that you haven't been to? Great okay. question. Thanks, Kev. That is a good question. Um, favourite place that I've ever travelled to. You always drop these on me. It's a bit... Um, so, I've been to... Speaking of what we were speaking about earlier, I've been to... Uh, Disneyland in Florida. Mm, brilliant. When I was eleven ish. Yeah. And it it's amazing, you know, the um the scale of everything over there mm. in America. Um I've never been to anywhere else in the USA and I'd like to. Um like the cleanliness of it, the entertainment, um everything about it was just impressive. Yeah. So I'd say that's definitely one that really impressed me. Uh, would like to go back to the states and visit um, New York, especially. But what know. about Tennessee? Yeah, well, uh, I don't know that much about it, but I'd be up for you know seeing all different parts of the mm. United States. Cause it's a very diverse country. Um, Deep South, Louisiana. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Any more? Uh, well, I want to go there. I want to go to. I want to do the Jack Daniels tour. Yeah. In oh no, where is it called in Tennessee? Oh god, I can't remember what it's called. Lynchburg. Thank you, Lynchburg, Tennessee. I want to go to like Memphis. I was thinking of the cocktail Lynchburg lemonade. Like it. Yep. Good knowledge. Good knowledge. Thank you. Knowledge. Um. Yeah, my my favorite place. I love Greece. Yeah. I love Greece. I love Greek food. Um. Shout out to that place on Chester in Chesterfield that does Greek gyros. It's absolutely incredible. Mm. I don't even know the name of the place. Never been, but sounds good. Yeah, it's unreal. Um. And I love Spain as well. Yeah. You can't beat Spain for me. Yeah, I love you know, and um, I, I love those two countries. They're my favorite countries in Europe, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, aside from uh, Florida I've, or America, I've done some good uh, city breaks as well mm. in the past. Um, been to Berlin about ten years ago. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go back. I really yeah, like. I'm Berlin. Yeah, I really like Berlin. Uh, the history there as well is uh, right up my street as a. Uh, yeah. student of Cold War history at university and stuff like that mm. um, Prague's a good one as well mm. uh, really liked Prague yeah. um, I went a stag dude to Prague it, yeah yeah good, good. Uh, I had a you know, different experience to that more of a more of a sober experience but uh, you mm. know that's fine just it's as good strokes, different strokes yeah yeah uh, absolutely yeah um, you go to crack off aren't you Yes, yeah, I am. I've heard good things about that, so looking forward to that as well. Yeah, it's good. And um, I really want to go to um, Scandinavia. Yeah. I'd really like to visit Oslo, mm. Copenhagen. Um, you know, I'm sure there's plenty. Oh, uh, Iceland. You know, I'd love to go to Iceland as well. Yeah. And uh, go in a hot spring. Out of the, the uh, Nordic countries... I'm not that bothered, but Iceland, yes, I agree with you on. Mm. Yeah, I, I would like to go to Iceland. Yeah, so uh, so there, yeah, there are quite a few places I'd like to visit alongside uh, New York, which I mentioned earlier. 
Um, I want to go to West African country. We've spoken about speaking about this here, like Ghana or Senegal. I don't know why. Or Cameroon, India. I'd love to go to visit. Mm. I like to visit weird places there. It's totally different to what I'm used to. I yeah, like a good different culture shop. to us. Yeah. yeah, Japan as well. I'd like to go to yes. Japan. Uh, I think that'd be an interesting experience from my, my point of view. I've never been to Asia at all. Me neither. So, um, yeah, uh, I think you know uh, it's about broadening your mind in it and seeing different cultures around the world 100%. trying different foods is important to me um yeah so so there's a few for you yeah no no i like it. i was i was very fortunate to go to kenya as a 16 year old hang on 16 yeah 16 2007 it was just it was a, it was a great life experience really yeah um it was unbelievable yeah. uh so yeah i, I really love that i love traveling really and um yeah, I, just, I want to go everywhere. Yeah, it's been a shame not to be able to do it this past few years, oh, but um, it's good to be able to get back to it now. It's um, when I go away uh, next, it'll be my first abroad trip for nearly four years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to France this summer as well. La France. For uh, yeah, family reasons, which will be good. Excellent. So uh, looking Whatever forward to do, that as well. They ask you how you want your burger. Mm. Do not say rare. Yeah, I won't. It'll I'll, ruin a couple I of probably won't. Later. I probably wouldn't say that anyway, to be honest. No, I don't really have steak rare. I have it sort of medium. So, mm. but yes. in France, rare is a whole different ball game to over here. Yeah, I wish I'd known that before. When yeah, they, uh, it's basically still alive over there if you have it rare, as you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you so, can say uh, that again. And cold. Yeah. But, uh, in in Disneyland Paris, I love the Ratatouille area in Disney Studios. Anyone mm. that's been, anyone that's going, go to the Ratatouille Land. It's class. The food's the food is really nice. So. Do they serve Ratatouille there? They've got. Um, you don't see the film, have you? They've got um, mm. Chez Remy's Bistro. Yeah. Chez Remy, mm. his bistro. Um, he's the little rat chef. Right. I won't ruin the end of the film in case you watch it. Um, but yeah, he's got his bistro there. And I didn't go in there, but I think mm. they do serve Ratatouille in there. Excellent. I do um, like a bit of Ratatouille. I have to say. Not I didn't film. even know it was a dish. The food. Yeah, it's nice. It's like, just like um, tomato-y sauce with vegetables in, basically. Mm, no, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Sounds a bit vegetable-y for me. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, uh, but, you know, we're all different, aren't we? We are absolutely dreams. So, uh, so yeah, where are we going from here? Are we, we going to address the uh, elephant in the room? <sighs> Literally. Why have we got a load of grenade bars behind us? Yeah. Well... People might get overexcited in the fact that they think that we're going to start selling grenade bars at £12 a case. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Um, so we are going to start selling... If you're in our Discord channel, you know all about this. Yep. We are going to start selling grenade bars, um, but they will be non-surplus. So we're going to make our, their own non-surplus category on the website. Yeah. So we don't confuse anyone. We don't, you know, um, mislead anybody. There'll be twenty-three ninety-nine a case. We've got Amazon. Same as Amazon, I think, is it? Yes, well... If roughly. It, yeah, roughly. There's some, sometimes it's higher on Amazon, sometimes it's lower. Yeah, flavour um, dependent. Yes, we want it to yeah. be in and around the Amazon price because it's a good benchmark. Um, I'm currently holding the Caramel Chaos flavour. Yeah, and I'm just looking at dates as well because this will be non-surplus. Yeah. Uh, October 2022, this one. No I'm quite surprised, no. actually. I thought it might have a little bit longer on it than that. Uh, this one's September... But yeah, I'm so sure. but they've got you know good dates on it. We're not talking a few weeks or a few months. We're talking like late this year. So I'm sure anybody that wants these um, and buys them will be able to demolish a box of uh, grenade bars in the next seven, eight months. Gingerbread, I've got. So what's the thinking around this? Well, we get asked a lot 
can uh, do you sell grenade bars? Yeah. Um, and it, we we're like, well, instead of keeping people waiting for surplus, which is going to happen this year, I'm I'm convinced. We thought, you know, what is there to lose? Let's just stick them on the website yeah. um, as a nice to have. If people want to chuck it in the basket, if people want to buy from us rather than buying elsewhere because they like us as a service, yeah. then why not? So it's like a trial, it's a test, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose the thing is, our thinking behind it is, if you if you buy um, st- stuff from us regularly yeah. at our prices, which are generally, you know, 40, 50, 60% off um, what you'd normally get, um... And then you go and you buy your grenade bars from Holland and Barrett or Amazon or wherever. Yeah. If you like our service, it might just be something that you want to just throw in your basket yeah. while you're buying your other stuff. One-stop shop, it'll all come together. You won't have to mess about going and place another order elsewhere. So we're just trying it and seeing what the uptake is with that. Um, yeah. You know, it won't be, unfortunately, it won't be surplus prices. It won't be short-dated or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it's worth a try. People are always asking us for grenade bars, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're just trying to uh, give people what they want, really. And this is a nice full circle. This is how business works. This is what running the business is like. We've been talking about this for ages. Oh, shall we? Shall we not? There's only one way to find out if it's going to work or not. Yeah. Just do it. Action. Action is the most important thing in the business. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing it, and we're going to let's see what happens. Yeah, we just try not to overthink it too much. Yeah. Get it on there. See how it does. If people don't like it, they can let us know, and we'll yeah. take that feedback on board. Um, but if they do, the proof will be in the sales, won't it? The proof if will they, be in the bar. The proof will be in the the pudding, yeah. <laughs> pudding bar. And we'll buy more if they sell well. We'll get more in. Yeah, that that is the good thing about stuff like this. Obviously, you mm. know, you're not getting the price benefit, but it is a tap that we can turn on and off yeah. because it's we're paying full price for it, like any other retailer. Yeah. So we can order it as and when we want. I think that's a nice, a nice way to round off the podcast. Jim. That is a nice way to round off. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. If you would like to um, oh, give, yeah, give us feedback, you can give us feedback on uh, email. Hello at foodcirclesupermarket.com. Um, Discord. Good or bad. Agree or disagree with what we've said, you can give us feedback. We're on Discord or on social media. How do you find us on Discord? Is it Food Circle Supermarket? One word. Correct. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you like the podcast, you can give us five out of five stars. That'd be great. If you could. If you don't like the podcast, Thanks very much. If, if you if you don't like it, if you don't like the podcast, if you think I'm a wanker and uh, <laughs> the podcast is absolutely terrible, then uh, email me at paul at foodcirclesupermarket.com. Um, generally. Yeah, bad feedback is is very helpful. Again, if you're in the business, you need to be open to bad feedback so you can improve and and be open to it anyway. Um, But yeah, if you just want to send me some personal abuse or whatever, please do uh, at paul at foodcirclesupermarket.com on email. I might take you up on that, actually. Yeah, uh, that's fine. That's good. Um, Good. Well, that that seems like a good place to end. Thanks very much if you have listened right to the end. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time with another topic, won't we? See you next time. Take Lady care, goes. everybody. And oh, yeah, I just want to add as well before oh, we go. I um, hope everyone who listens to this is um, all right and has got through the storms that we've had recently. Okay. That's very um, yeah. yeah. James. So I hope, hope it finds everybody safe and well yeah. uh, and take care of yourselves. See you later. Bye.